May God bless all of you immensely, and may the generous hand of God continually accompany you. We're going to bless our Heavenly Father. We're going to exalt and glorify Him, meditating upon His Word. And may the Lord, God of glory, whom has given us life and has left us His gospel, allow these words to remain in our hearts with the purpose of pleasing Him and being faithful, and above all, that each day of our lives we glorify and exalt His holy name. Let us honor His word meditating in the book of Isaiah chapter 40 in regards to a prophecy that our Heavenly Father through the Holy Spirit allowed us to rejoice of this past August 16th after a marvelous teaching where we learned that we must glorify, exalt, and honor the Son lest we fall in the way. The Holy Spirit promised us in this opportunity that He was going to bless many of us that He was going to give many of us progress and joy. But there were people who grew tired and they were left on the side of the road. And precisely that's the title of today's reflection. The Lord gives power to the weak and to those who have no might, He increases strength. Also, the Holy Spirit told us that He is attentive, that He observes our thoughts, what we think about our lives. And He stated, that some start thinking, meditating, not knowing what to do. Is this good? Is that good? What path shall I take? Where will I go? What would be in my existence? What's going to happen to my life? What will happen with the life of my loved ones? And always speculating concerning their lives. But the Lord also said that we shouldn't have these torments, that we should call upon Him in prayer, that we seek Him, but above all, that we seek the knowledge that we learn the doctrine so that we may find the answer to all of these questions, to all of these laments, to all of these sorrows. So we shouldn't worry so much about what has happened and that we may understand that everything that is happening and shall come to pass is because it has been and is the will of God. And the Lord also stated that many have left their way and have followed their own thoughts and they have stopped seeking the things of God, that they have grown weary. And even worse, some have begun to live the pleasures of the world and have forgotten something so marvelous and beautiful that is written here in verse 28 of chapter 40 of the book of Isaiah. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, He is our God. He who has manifested Himself in our life, He who speaks to us, who has given us doubtless proof of His existence that He loves us, that He has had mercy of us, that He has brought us to church to give us gladness and eternal life. Glory to the Lord, the Creator of the ends of the earth. This is His power, His might. And the Lord our God, everything He wants to do, He does. Neither faints nor is weary. For Him there are no obstacles, no impediments, no barriers. His understanding is unsearchable. In all of His path, there is wisdom. There is an end, a purpose. There is perfection. There is triumph, glory, and praise be given to Him always forever. And this is why the Holy Spirit always tells us in prophecy that we are become courageous. Because the enemy wants to place traps and snares so that we stop receiving and living His greatness, His glory. That's why we should not lose heart. 
nor should we be discouraged. No, we cannot grow weary. The Lord manifests Himself and tells us, you strive, you persevere, fight, do not lose heart. Because even Jesus Christ Himself taught this, that we must endure to the end. And the Holy Spirit tells us, do not grow weary, I will help you. Always remain in my way. And there is something that the believer must never think in life. Something that saddens the Lord. Something that can never be kept in our heart. Think about forsaking the path of God. We will be telling God, I no longer believe in you. I stopped believing in you. I grew tired of believing in you. I no longer want your promises. I no longer want your salvation. No, this can never reach your heart. What would the wicked one not do for you to think or begin to feel this? What would the devil not do for you to one day say, I will leave the church? What would the wicked one not do for you to say, I am tired? I am tired of following this path. Precisely, this is what the devil wants. For you to falter, for you to lose heart, this is what the wicked one wants. For you to be saddened, that you suffer grief, that you become fearful of the adverse moments of life, that you become frightened, that within you there is spiritual cowardice. Cowardice for the things that may come to happen to you. No, do not worry about what can come to your life. Let us not worry so much about what we are living, what we are hearing. Let us not worry so much about those things, but rather let us worry about the present, to be well with the Lord, to love God, to strive for everything of the Lord, to live righteously in His sight, to seek His presence, seeking His gifts, to serve God, to win souls for the kingdom of heaven, to do His will, that while God fulfills all that He has promised, while we wait in His mighty hand, in God's faithfulness, we will be giving God the best of us. So that when we are before difficult situations of life, that if we press forward, if we persevere, if we dedicate ourselves to God, that within our hearts, there is sincerity, that if within us there is love for God, God will help us, God will give us victory. Provided that our heart, there is much clarity in that sense of not growing weary, of not faltering, that we are ready to persevere, endure, overcome, to strive and to fight. Paul the Apostle also compared the spiritual life to the race of the gospel, compared it with the race, stating, Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And we are all striving for an imperishable crown. And we must also do, as Paul the Apostle stated, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us without growing weary, without faltering. Now we may understand why in certain moments of life we have to undergo hardships, illnesses, difficulties. It's because the wicked one wants you and I to fail that we grumble, that we demean God and we rebel against Him, that we grow weary, 
and we become discouraged. But on the contrary, we must humble ourselves before the presence of God and bless Him and glorify Him and endure the difficulty, the tribulation, endure the financial shortage, endure the illness, no matter the hardship, but above all, not sin before God. As we reflected upon Job, ultimately, that was the challenge of the wicked one. The true plan of the devil against Job was for Job to be unfaithful, for Job to abandon the path of God, for him to grow weary, for him to grumble, and he did not do this. And we must imitate his example with abundance or financial shortage, with difficulty or no difficulties, no matter how, not sin. Never grumble, never question that we not lose heart, no, that we do not faint, not to feel demoralized, no, not grow fatigued. We cannot surrender. We will not fall in the traps of the devil, never. We cannot abandon the path. We must attain our promises, even if it's in the midst of difficulties, evil days of sorrows and lament, no matter what it may be, we must continue forward and be steadfast, steadfast with the Lord. We cannot grow weary. We must remain always striving and fighting until the last day of our life. To us, we cannot grow fatigue, but firmness, strength, and the certainty that when the enemy comes to persecute us and harm us, we must have that firmness, full of faith, trusting in God, loving God, having that conviction, having the doctrine, being convinced and sure of ourselves that what we are doing, we are doing it for God. Having a heart prepared for the Lord, that we must clothe ourselves with all those elements. This is what we must have, that confidence, that certainty, the conviction in the Lord. Therefore, nothing that comes against us will destroy us because God is with us. And we're going to win this battle against the wicked one because God, our sovereign God, fights for each and every one of us. Hallelujah. Glory to so the Lord. So then, the Lord will be by our side. The Lord will not allow the devil to come attack us, nor we be defeated, but rather, on the contrary, the Lord will fill us with triumph, with victories, so that we may all attain salvation and eternal life. Hallelujah. Praises be to God the Most High. Apostle John was right to state in the book of Revelation, Be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. And to be faithful until death is to continue the race, continue the spiritual race, continue the race of the gospel that we must all reach and we must all achieve. We must achieve the goal. And the Lord said, be faithful. And if we are faithful each day of our life, we will be faithful to God. Faithful following the path of God, of not losing heart, of not surrendering. How? Pressing forward, reading the Bible, praying, seeking God, learning about the doctrine, acquiring knowledge, clothing oneself with the power of God, doing the will of God the Most High, wanting to please the Heavenly Father with integrity, uprightness, and honesty. This is faithfulness. And if you and I are faithful, God will help us and God will perfect us little by little until we become perfect. That is true faithfulness. So for us to attain eternal life and to please our God, 
to not grow weary nor faint, we must be faithful because we know he who is unfaithful apparently is working. But they are doing things momentarily, but it's a person who's intermittent. They do things for a moment, but then they grow weary. They turn back, they stay still, and they do not continue forward. He who's faithful continues, continues in their path, even if the storms come, the problems, the difficulties come, the tornadoes, the tidal waves, no matter what comes, he who's faithful continues in his path, because they do not lose heart. That is the primary requirement, being faithful to God, not growing weary. Now that we have had the blessing, the bliss, and the privilege of knowing the things of God and to feel God and hearing God in prophecy or in dreams, let us continue being faithful. Let us not grow weary. Let us not be discouraged. Let us continue. Verse 29, He gives power to the weak. Our marvelous God gives us encouragement, gives us courage, breathes life into us so that we not grow weary. And the verse states, And to those who have no might, He increases strength. In other words, in the hands of God, He strengthens us, He fills us with confidence, He fills us with steadfastness because we are with the Lord. That's why there cannot be within us Weariness, we cannot grow fatigued. There cannot be exhaustion because we are in the hand of a living God, a God who is mighty, a God who is great, a God who is marvelous. He is the God whom we have believed. And the Bible states in Hebrew that by faith, men and women out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle. But why? Because God was with them. And God today is with us as well. Hallelujah. Glory be to our God. Verse 30. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. Temptations may come. Traps and snares from the wicked one. But in our hands is the triumph and the victory or that spiritual standstill. Perhaps we have committed mistakes or an error. We ask forgiveness from God. And He gives us an opportunity because He is a God of opportunities. Even so, maybe someone is slipping, but the Lord does observe that they are sincere and God will be merciful of them. And if He sees that the enemy wants to place a trap, God will show him in a dream or in a vision. Or God will speak to them in prophecy and announce the intention of the devil. And if you commit an error, tell the Lord, God, forgive me. I committed a mistake. Help me for me not to fall. Because we may become fatigued at any moment, but not grow weary, nor surrender, nor remain at the side of the path. Verse number 31. Those who wait on the Lord. And who are those that wait on the Lord? Those who wait on the Lord are those who dedicate themselves to God, who give God the priority. Those who love Him and fulfill His commandments. The sons and daughters of God who want to please the Lord and do His will. They are the people that dedicate their hearts to God. They are those who seek God continuously. And it states, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength, because they cannot do it with their own might. And since they cannot perform it with their own might, God observes the heart of each and every one of them and says, I will help them, because they have that longing, that intention in the heart to follow me, to do the things of mine 
to serve me, to please me. In that way, I will help them. As the psalmist says, Blessed is the man whose strength is in you, whose heart is set on pilgrimage. So then the Lord helps us. And someone may say, but this is very difficult. It's very hard. I cannot withstand this. And now we can answer them and tell them, this happens to you. You cannot withstand it because truly you do not love God. Because if you love God, you will not say those things. Because He's the one who is in charge. He will carry our burdens. He will help every man and every woman to continue forward in the path of God. Verse 31. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. What a beautiful promise. That promise is so marvelous for those who are seeking the things of God and giving God priority. Though they may be growing weary, they shall mount up with wings like eagles. And at the end of verse 31, they shall run and not be weary. Not be weary. We will not be weary upon waiting on the promises of God. We will not be weary waiting for God's blessings. We will not be weary doing good and doing the will of God. Because as Paul the Apostle states, in due season, if we do not grow weary, we shall harvest, we shall reap. If we do not grow weary, glory to the Lord. We must be faithful to God and persevere until death. We must be faithful so we may attain the crown of life. Loving God, obeying God, staying away from sin, and living an upright life, fulfilling His commandments. And since He has made us promises, we will keep them in our hearts. Because the Bible's right to state, He who promised is faithful. Blessed and praised be the name of God. How marvelous, verse 31. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. How marvelous, how beautiful, and how great is the God of glory. And may God bless His word. Let us now pray to our Heavenly Father. God of glory, marvelous God, God of mercy, blessed God, King forever and ever. Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we appeal to your mercy. Each and every one of us who is listening to this prayer, and in your mercy, we ask of your manifestation. And in your manifestation, Lord, a miracle, a marvel, and a wonder, and a wondrous work. And in your mercy, O Lord, we ask that you may glorify yourself in the midst of humankind, providing a solution regarding this pandemic, an exit where your holy name be glorified. And in mercy, I pray for blessings for your beloved servant, Sister Maria Luisa, and everyone who is placing each petition before you. A miracle, a marvel, a wonder, a miracle from the Sovereign Lord, the God of existence, our God, the same God of yesterday, today, and forevermore. All of this we ask in the name which is above all names, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. May the God of glory bless you immensely. <laughs>